Hello and thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Out There podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here today with Robert Biscret. How you doing, Robert? How you doing? I'm doing well. We're in a truck right now. We're also here with Marina Hansen. Hey. Yeah. How you doing, Marina? I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show, guys. We're doing Absolutely. a truck podcast as we're driving up a mountain road in eastern Oregon near Plush and the Rabbit Hills, right? Correct, yeah. So today's Saturday. We've been here. Robert, you got here. I got here Thursday, on Thursday. afternoon early. So tell me about that. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a nice drive in. I got here. The weather was nice. Um, I kind of drove around for a bit, kind of looking for somewhere to camp. Ended up heading up this uh, this kind of grassy knoll area um, and found a pretty remote spot. Uh, anyway, set up camp. Nice day. Went out for an evening rabbit hunt. No luck. And the weather's pretty um, nice though, right? It yeah, the weather's like really day. pretty decent. I mean, that's like... I couldn't ask for a better day for this time of year. Yeah, for this time of year, I was thinking and, the same thing, that it's really pretty nice. But so I go out for that rabbit hunt, and I come back. And as I'm coming back, it's getting, like, pretty windy, you know? And, uh, whatever. It's dark. I decide I'm going to go to bed because it's pretty cold out. And the wind just took off and just beat the tent up. Yeah. It was all night long, man. I mean, well, you know, when you guys got when we, here. When we showed up, when you when you found us and brought us up to the campsite, man, yeah, your tent was folded over sideways. Like, the only thing that was keeping <laughs> it upright at all was, like, the cot set up inside already. It's yeah. Like a, a sturdy piece. No, that's why I just started packing gear in there so it wouldn't float. Float fly. away. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd be worried about that, too. I mean, I think we talked about it in, in before. Like, Marina and I, like, we had that tent break from the wind back in the, what was it? Oh, yeah. Lost Coast? You mentioned that yeah, in uh, episode so. four. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But it like broke. You remember walking yeah. up on it? And it looked like a broken arm. Yeah, it was just snapped. You could see the angle of it. Not actually poking through the fly, but <laughs> almost wanting to poke through the fly of the tent. Yeah, it was. It was a. That was a rough one. But yeah, I was thinking like something like that would happen. I remember when I was a kid and I had the tent set up in the backyard, even with whatever a couple stakes, probably not a ton. And it was just in the lawn, you know. One of those July windstorms came up. Are you like little summer thunderstorms? Yeah. And my tent like took off, blew over, and got caught in the blackberry bushes. Like, <laughs> oh, no. the property. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> nice. I, I hate like, the blackberry oh. bushes. My tent. Just for that. Yeah. Is that knoll we hiked up? Oh yeah, yesterday? we did hike up to that yeah. yesterday. I remember coming around, and that's where we saw the jackrabbit. Yeah, like, right down over here. here. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like, like, uh, like Billy was saying, we we're out here um, just west of Heart Mountain, uh, north of Plush, in a place called the Rabbit Hills. Um, we're just kind of driving around exploring right now just out of camp we did a pretty nice hike yesterday we just passed one of the ridges we hiked out to um, yeah okay so wait well so tell me about that first rabbit hunt you did first that rabbit first hunt I went out I went out too early I went out at like 615 not dark enough yet you know they they don't really come out until the later evening just because of predators and stuff oh, really? so yeah they're not not very visible during the day. Anyway, I went out there, um, did a hunt. I saw probably 10 or 11 jackrabbits. I couldn't get a shot at any of them because they're all running away. And, you know, they're they're about as tall as the sagebrush. So all you see are ears just kind of like flashing. Yeah, yeah they're, the sagebrush. they're pretty small. I've, in the past, I've really only like walked up on them. Yeah. When I was like hiking around in the sagebrush out here. And you come around a corner kind of like the way we were talking about the grass too where the, mm-hmm. you come around a corner and a jackrabbit just like busts yeah it just like, sees you and it books takes off yeah and um 
yeah, so I went on that hunt, saw a ton of jackrabbit. I couldn't get a shot at any of them. I got back a little after dark. I got in around 8 o'clock, I guess. Okay. Um, just about that last little bit of daylight that you could possibly see where you were. Okay. And then, um, yeah, spent the night. It was a good night. I mean, other than... Yeah, when know, did the weather shift? It, like, it like went crazy. Yeah, I would say, like, between... Six and seven, it really started picking up. Okay. Uh, but it didn't get real bad until I was just getting back. And at that point, it was just like, it was more than I wanted to be out in. I mean, oh, that's yeah. why I went to bed at eight o'clock. I didn't even start a fire or anything. I just passed out. Yeah, yeah. I, so like for us, like, well, I remember talking to you about the forecast earlier in the week when we were planning out stuff for this trip. Yeah. And it was saying that today, or I think like last night, like Friday night, it was supposed to like be raining and then snow in that like cold night that we had. We got lucky, I guess, that uh, the snow level didn't drop and that the storm moved in a little faster. And so we got the rain, the, the wave of the rain during the daytime, maybe earlier, like you got it that Yeah, I got it that morning when I went to go meet you guys. Yeah, yeah, and we, we had it, like when we came over Willamette Pass, that was snowy. Uh-huh. Uh, and then like, it was pretty good, but we saw the snow line for a lot of the areas we came out. On like the 31 past Port Rock, mm-hmm. and then like Silver Lake and Summer Lake, and then Abert Rim, and then um, once we cut out here, it was pretty nice. Well, it was still super windy when we showed up to meet you, but it started getting like nicer and nicer as the day kind of progressed. through that latter half of the day. So I was happy that we got a bit of that. I, yeah, I mean this turnaround, I I'm really happy with this. I'd oh be, yeah, I'd be okay if the weather stayed just like this. The rest no, this of the is. Trip. This is great camping weather for me. Well, like we talked about, it's like this is the type of risk you take in March when you decide to go on multi-day camping trips. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what what do you really expect when you go out? And the, well, I guess it's spring now technically, but might as well be winter. Out Oregon. here, yeah, yeah. Out here, this is about the same as it would be in winter. But I'm really happy to see like the you know it stays out lighter later and yeah, it's pretty nice relatively. Like it's gonna be April soon, I guess. So. I know. I know. It's pretty nice. It's coming around, man. We're going to be camping all the time. So yesterday we showed up to the camp. It's a really cool site. Like, I like this area. It's, like, pretty remote. It's on this BLM land up here. Good views. Around the Coyote Hills, Rabbit Hills. I guess you're saying this is the Rabbit Hills? This is the Rabbit Hills. Coyote Hills is kind of uh, right southwest a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. I know, like, this range kind of it fills in a little bit. Like, over on the Heart Mountainside, when you're on the ridge... Mm-hmm. You can look back, and they, they look like just little knolls, really, but... Yeah. But, yeah, you can see them really pretty well. And it was crazy, too. I remember um, over on Heart Mountain, is was one of the first times I learned about it. And you can really kind of see it, especially up here as you start to look around, like, where the water level is out there. Like, yeah. where Heart Lake is, and I guess where... What is it? Crump Lake, further south? Crump Lake, goes yeah. Down toward Adele, and then I think it's, like, Flagstaff Lake. And Flagstaff a few others Lake, that, yeah. That kind of all run through this area, but I remember learning that it was like like around 500 years ago mm-hmm. and then I guess like further back in time before that this whole area that whole section was just one big lake like everything from the Coyote Hills the Rabbit Hills over here all the way up to the, the base of Heart Mountain used to be used to be one big lake area. that's what I understood too uh, like if you go up on Heart Mountain they have that placard up yeah, there that kind right. of it says the water level used that. to be up here. Look out at the rocks and you see the erosion yeah. lines and you go, what? which is a trip because then 500 feet. Yeah, it's a huge lake. And now that's just these seasonal wetlands that, like, even on some years, they won't get. 
you know, you know, they won't fill up just because of low water use. Oh, man. Most of the years that I've been out here from, like, I don't know, like 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7, I think I've only seen water in, in these spots maybe once or twice. Really? Well, yeah, I mean... I like, significant amounts. Man, a lot of the times we come out, like, Heart Lake was just, like, dropped way, way back. It was almost just mud. Like, the Flagstaff Lake, anything up here, all, all of this was just marsh uh -huh. only, really. So it's really weird to think, like, I was looking at the drainage basin from around here, how a lot of the water comes off the Fremont National Forest, uh -huh. like Gearheart Mountain over here. And, uh, oh, what is that? Like, I think, like, you see that one over there, that, that uh, snow-capped one? Yeah. I think it's, like, Drake's Peak. Is that Drake? Oh, maybe. Drake's. Thinking of the wrong thing, but I think, like, uh, yeah, some of the creeks that run off of, of that hill and off of, like, uh, the Fremont National Forest around Gearheart and whatever comes in over here... That draws like eastward and fills in this water basin over here. I guess that's okay. like the watershed for it. So I don't know. It's weird to think like how how it's just all these little creeks. There's no significant river in this area. No, it's honestly it's crazy how there's even water out here in the first place. If it wasn't for snowmelt and just like occasional rain, I mean this place is pretty barren when you look. Oh out yeah. Here. I mean there's well, not much going on. When we look out here, I mean like as far as I can see, the only lights are just the few that make up plush. Yeah. But if plush weren't here, like... There would be nothing. I mean, this is, yeah, it's absolutely nothing. And plush is hardly anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's just like that little general store and like a couple homes and that's it. Yeah, like it's it's hardly anything out here. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, one, one of my favorite areas out here. It's really cool. So, all right, so you guys came in to camp last night. You guys met up with me. Yeah. What did we do from there? Well, we took, oh, well, we tried to move camp because, like, the wind was coming through like crazy. Like, we were still in the middle of that storm. Yeah. And we had a ton of wind blowing from the south, southwest over there, southeast. Mm -hmm. But, man, it was coming in so hard. Like, that was probably, I remember looking at the forecast that said 20 mile an hour winds. I'd bet that it was probably, it felt like more than that. I felt like I was trying to catch that easy my up, man. Yeah, right? That was so hard. That was, yeah. Yeah, that didn't seem like 20. Yeah, it seemed so, that seemed like it was going to rip that easy up apart. I know, we're just fly away. take yeah. Marina flying with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah we we moved the easy app, we moved the tents, we put all the stuff in the back of the truck bed, and then we trucked it over. I was like a hundred yards or so. Yeah, we got into that little draw there. Yeah, there's like a little a little draw uh, that seemed to be a pretty good windbreak from from the north and south side, and then we kind of parked our cars around, leveled out a little bit of ground. Yeah, put in a. New little spot for the kitchen and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's a great site. I really dig that little camp camp area. It's been really nice, man. I, I right now we're in an area that I was kind of scouting yesterday for potential camping to get out of that wind. Yeah. Um, it obviously didn't get any better up here, but no, we got a great spot, and I mean the wind has really kind of died down, and uh, it's just made this trip a lot more enjoyable. Oh, the wind right now is great. Like last night. Yesterday evening, like, well, once we got, like, kind of down into that draw, it was a lot better. Mm -hmm. Even when we were shooting, like, I went up on the hill. We pulled out the 22 and the 17, yeah. and we did some target practice. Yeah, sighted in the 22 for the hunt. That was cool, man. I had a good time doing that. But I hiked up on the hill with the with the camera, and as soon as I got just, like, above that draw, it was just, like, beating me in the side of the face with wind. That one. So it was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I tried to get a handful of pictures, and we came back down. We, uh sighted in the 22. Marina's a, a dead eye. Yeah, Marina's yeah. great. Was it was so fun? It was pretty cool. 
sniper McGee over here. I've never <laughs> used a scope before or uh, gotten to like set up and be seated for shooting. So, really cool so how was that? that? Like, what did you notice by using the scope? I liked, I liked having that accuracy. It was really cool because uh, you, Robert, had your binoculars and you were telling me uh, kind of where where, where my last hitting. one had hit. Yeah, and I loved that part of it. That was really cool, getting to have like that that confirmation of where it hit and then getting to readjust from where I tried to sight it the last time. Yeah, oh, yeah. to get it closer in. It was it, really cool. I like, I like that that kind of shooting. It was cool. What did like, you think about the, the time for it? Yeah, like trying to steady yourself. Yeah, I like uh, that part of. <laughs> do, you, do you see where like the breathing plays a huge factor in it? Yeah, it getting like, your body the most still. Yeah, exhale. it's really tough sometimes. It is actually. It was like during the first two shots, it was it was almost hard um, or distracting trying to focus. Yeah, on getting my breath right. You almost need to just to like time. practice with. But it was a lot of fun though. I liked. Was it the the seventeen that I used? Yeah, yeah. You were shooting the seventeen. Oh yeah. No, you did. Yeah, I want to shoot was, that one. Today. Oh, you haven't shot that yet. Yeah. I don't think so. It's about the nice same gun. as the twenty-two. It's just like a better rifle. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it is. Sure. That's uh, that's the one we took out last night. Yeah. But, so we sighted in the rifles. Yep. We set up. Evening out here was incredible. So the weather cleared up. Got like partly cloudy, man. And out here, the view of Heart Mountain, if no one's ever seen it, like from the side of the hill, is so cool. It's one of the most impressive uh, like mesas that like pop up and rise. Up yeah. over the ground. And it's here. huge on top. It's hu- it is really huge on top. It's weird how the land out here is because it comes out from one side and then it shelves off to mm-hmm. the other. You think about the steens, it does the opposite, you know? Yeah. So it's like there's Warner Rim out here. Uh-huh. We look out, we see like the the ledge come up and drop off on the east side. Mm-hmm. Then we see Heart Mountain come up on the west side and then slope off to the east. Yeah. And then we see the steens kind of slope up from the west. And then, like, drop off really steeply on the east side. It's really trippy, like, how it kind of goes like that all around here. But these little shelves of land that, like, tipped up, they, like, rose mm-hmm. from something underneath pushing up that one side. Yeah, it's really interesting topography. It's Oh, it's, like, yeah. It's impressive, really interesting. Too. It's, I mean, how, how wide across is Heart Mountain? I mean, it takes you, like, an hour and a half to drive it's, off of it big, yeah. Yeah. It seems like I mean, it takes that's a doing really like, long time. It's doing, like, 55 miles an hour. On a gravel road, you know. <laughs> Seems like a ton of time on a gravel road. Like, but it's really cool. Like, the, the view from here is awesome because you just see that whole front face yeah. of the of the mountainside of, of Heart Mountain. Well, especially when the sun's hitting it in the morning. Oh, like, yeah. It's so cool looking. You guys got some cool pictures last night when we went out. Last night was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, the light was so cool, though. But, yeah. So we set up. Marina had a camera. We took some pictures for a while. And then, Robert, like, we set up. We got the, I had the 22, mm-hmm. you had the 17, and then we went out for another rabbit hunt last night. We did. Which was really cool. How was it? It's my first time. Yeah, good. I was, I was I'd never, I'd it, never yeah. done any hunting stuff before. I went and I got my hunting license uh, just a couple of days before the trip, and uh, it was cool working with the 22 a bit. It was cool talking with you for a few and going over what to do, but I had a really fun time, like uh, getting set up, walking out, kind of cruising through the sage, Yeah. and then like keep keeping eyes up. But, uh, but so what, we, we got packed up, we started... You mm-hmm. went for, what, two miles or three miles yesterday? Saw a handful. Yeah. Didn't get a shot off. Mm-hmm. We started yesterday evening together, took off, 
What was what was that? What was our hunt story? What was the hunt trip? Like? So we we leave camp. I give I give Bill here a quick little run over, or like rundown of what we're gonna do. You know, safety of the hunt and this and that. And so we take off over out of camp. I don't know. What do we hike? Two hundred yards, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe that would be that would be a generous assessment. And then. Boom, all of a sudden, I don't know, probably 30 or 40 yards off, I just see a jackrabbit kind of cruising across through the sagebrush. And uh, I just kind of pulled up on him. I saw him. And then I pulled up where I thought he would be. I saw you do that. And I looked over. I was like, what, really? Robert spotted something already? Because like, I wasn't even bored, like, walking walking around yet. You know, yeah. like, like when you're fishing, and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. It's not been a like, bite forever. I need really. to get something. Or, like, yeah, it's been, like, the, like, I haven't seen a jackrabbit forever. Like, there's no shot to take. But then, like, yeah, what, like, 120 yeah. minutes into the hunt, <laughs> Robert's posted up. I look over. What's he seeing over there? Robert sees him move. You set up. You take a shot. Take my shot. Blam. Got him. Beautiful shot, too. I'm not I'm not trying to be full of myself. But no, it, it was, was a good really, shot. <laughs> it was a really good shot. Yeah, we cruised up. We cruised up on cruised him. Cruised up on him. I mean, where's like that the puncture was like right in the bread basket man right behind the shoulder like the about an inch and a half two inches back behind the shoulder wow um which all the vitals are in there so it got him he was dead instantly because i usually like when you get him i'm just gonna drive to keep him oh yeah it's cool um but yeah usually when you get them i mean there's you know they'll kick around for a second or two and you can usually see where they are but he just dropped. I didn't see him at all. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I ended up walking up over there, and I found him right where I thought I'd hit him. And, um, yeah, so then we field-dressed him right there. I've never, uh, I've not really, like, seen that, done out there in a while. Yeah, what did you that think cool. about that? No, it was cool. Like, it was, uh, it was yeah, interesting to see what, what you went through. And, like, it's interesting to see, like, also, like, I, I mean, at least for a, a rabbit, I know it's a smaller size, but how quick you can go through and, like, clear out an animal and, yeah. Like, yeah. Just be ready to uh, be done. Yeah. It seemed like a, a pretty quick cleanup of you uh, skinning it and then taking out the the organs and stuff. Yeah. And getting it prepared. I mean, what? It took about back. 15 minutes start to finish, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It was real yeah. quick, I thought. But man, for like as big as it is, like when you when you get it down, like that's a lean animal. Like, oh it's yeah. Re- like and like without the like the gut pile inside, like I mean the ribs. There's no meat on the ribs. Mm-hmm. It seems like a little bit of meat. And like the the arms and legs or something are like kind of around the hind, but that's about it. It seems like yeah. Or was like the back around the spine and stuff like the those core muscles, but back strap on it. Yeah, <laughs> you it's, call like, that. it's like a little bit bigger than a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was so okay. So we we got that. I ran it back to camp, washed it, hung it up to cool, and then I met back up with you guys. That was what five minutes into the hunt. Yeah. So it was still yeah. light out. So it was still light out. Robert's back. <laughs> We're like, all right, let's go around. Let's two. keep doing it. Yeah. So we ended up hiking. We hiked a good distance last night. Uh, you know, it, it did feel like it. We came yeah. over a couple of rises. We, we crossed around. that creek. Yeah. And then like coming when we when we came around, it took a while to get back to that creek that we passed. So I was like, oh, yeah, wow, that's like a little bit, but but yeah, and we had like uh, so, oh yeah, we just like walked around and, and kept cruising, but I don't think we saw anything. Else. We didn't. We didn't see anything else. And then we got back far after dark. Wow. Like, <laughs> was pretty dark. Yeah, there was a point where I was like, if this isn't the ridge, like, I mean, I know where I was, you know, I was using this, this mesa kind of out here mm-hmm. as a, as a sure. landmark. Yeah. And I could still see it kind of highlighted in the, 
in the waning sunlight up in yeah. the sun, you know. Um, anyway, yeah. So I was kind of using that as my reference, but then it was to the point where I was like, man, I thought this was our ridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and the hills are just like, rolling enough that you're like, well, I hope we well, just like yeah, it was walk just... past the truck now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little ways down, but we just kept going. Yeah. yeah. I was figuring we'd hit the road or something. If we did that. I mean, yeah. Maybe we there was no way we were lost. Oh, yeah. Um, there was, there was definite possibility that we weren't sure where we were, but there was no way we were lost. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah I know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up, we came out like right on top of the truck. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah it was we great. Were right. we were, it seemed like, I, it felt like we were right on track. But you remember when we were out there and like we stopped for a second and we heard yeah. the coyotes? Oh, yeah, I heard the coyotes off in the distance. That was cool, man. Like, they were about, going crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were smelling us or something. They were like, hey, <laughs> here are these guys, let's go. Rabbits. Let's go raid their camp. <laughs> oh, we gotta go see if those coyotes packed off that, uh, Oh yeah, I wanted. I I didn't want to check that out. I was thinking they were they're gonna be trying to hunt that down. Well, okay. So then, uh, quick little story. Um, last night, you guys didn't wake up for this, but I stayed through it. <clears throat> I slept. I slept straight through it. I can't believe it. Yeah, at four nineteen this morning, I'm waking up to uh, um, some coyotes howling right near camp, and I'm listening to them. There's probably five or six of them, and they're going back and forth. And I've got Layla, my Australian Shepherd, with me, and she's in the tent. And uh, I didn't know if she... I mean, I'm hearing all this, and I'm kind of like... You know, I don't hear anybody stirring. I don't hear her, like, growling or barking. I don't hear uh -huh. Billy or Marina in the tent over. And I'm like, I, I know this is really loud right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on? But anyway, that these coyotes they come up and then the one was barking like i mean it couldn't have been 15 feet outside my tent whoa you know really? and that's why i couldn't believe you guys didn't wake up <laughs> i'm super i wonder what else is cruised right outside i know before. But yeah that, I, and it stopped and i've had that happen before on other hunting trips where they'll come up and it's like i don't know if the wind was at its back and it couldn't scent us or something and it just got right there and all of a sudden it was like whoa i'm in camp because we had that Hunting one year with my dad and I, we were laying in our, um, on our beds there, and they came right into camp, just like howling, howling, howling. And all of a sudden, they all just stopped, and then they bailed. They were just like, <laughs> we it's like, just oh, like all of a sudden spot. they figured it out that they're like in somebody's camp. Oh, <laughs> and that's man. kind of the vibe I got last night because he was just going nuts, and then Layla kind of started to freak out, like vicious attack dog she is. I had to hold her the while beast. she whined. She's like, <laughs> 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 like, you're good. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it took off. But that was pretty neat. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, they like cruise into camp. But so, I was our coyote running. But we cruised back to camp. We got dinner going. Yeah. We had the fire going. We had that rabbit. Mm -hmm. How did we prep that rabbit? <sighs> you 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 butchered it, or like you you cut yeah, it up. Yeah, I quartered it up. Out. So, yeah, I cut all the usable meat out of it. Um, then we discarded the, what's left of the carcass, I guess. Um, but then what we did is we, uh, well, salt and peppered it, and then some garlic powder. Um, and then, honestly, I just threw that right over the fire. Yeah. And let that cook. Uh, made sure it was definitely well done. But, uh... Honestly, we had that first bite, which I think was part of, like, what would be, like, 
the tenderloin part of it, which <laughs> is like as big around as your pinky. <laughs> yeah, it, it, seemed, it seemed like a pretty small. tiny um, bite of meat. But anyway, yeah, we we sampled that because that was the first thing that was you know fully cooked for us to sample, and uh, that kind of had like a it was a definite game tinge to it. You know, it like uh, yeah. it almost had a fish flavor. I swear, it had That's like a little bit of a fish flavor. Yeah. Well, what's a rabbit eat out here? I don't, or, I don't know. I mean, is it just a little like, just grass? Grass? Yeah, yeah like <laughs> I don't know. Sage, this grass doesn't look very edible. I always hate yeah. that. You know, we spend so much time like figuring out the answers to really difficult questions and theories, and then you don't know what a rabbit eats. Carrots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, the, wait, the, wait the there's carrots out here. Out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. I, I don't know either, but yeah, I was figuring like, well, I don't know, like, it must taste like the high desert out here. Yeah. You know, that's going to be one of those questions that, like, your kids ask you when you're older. It just make you sound like a dumbass. Just like one of those Lattice. simple kid <laughs> inquiries, and you're like, I have no idea. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> no, it was really, it was cool uh, getting the, like, the legs cooked up. Yeah. We had them on the fire for a bit. I chewed on mine for a while. You did? Oh yeah, yeah. like I, I ate it up a bit, and uh, man, I just got stopped after a bit, but uh, but it was really good. It was cool. Honestly, I thought cool the legs the legs had a way better taste. That yeah. whole oh, fish kind of funk thing yeah. was gone after that one. Yeah. Piece. Um, but yeah, I put a little bit of barbecue sauce on them, which I don't think hurt them at all. I don't think it hurt. It. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, you know, I was actually pretty happy with that after that leg. I was really leg. happy. I, was, and, like, I just, thought the leg was. Pretty yeah, if we're doing it just over the coals on the fire, that was really fun. Yeah. Just having like rabbit. We got the ridge over from our camp, and we a half hour. Well, I guess it was a couple hours ago. But yeah, we made it. We're like we produced, we ate it. You know, like, uh, yeah, that, that was really that was cool. That was no. really cool. I really appreciated that process of it. Of I've never had any kind of hunting experience before. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was cool uh, getting to follow you guys. I was. Uh, like 30 feet back while you guys yeah. were hunting. I brought my camera stuff. Taking pictures. Just taking some pictures. And it was cool. Robert is a hunting pro, as far as I know. <laughs> hunting pro. Gets everything in three minutes. <laughs> I definitely made it look like it. Yeah. <laughs> made a good impression, Robert. Those are those, uh, I'd like to say that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Just, but, uh, uh, that was one of those precious moments. <laughs> that was really cool, though. Just going out from camp, like you were saying, Billy, and just catching a little rabbit, getting our food for the night, and Robert processing it and yeah, cooking, cooking it up it for up. us. It, it was, was really cool. It was, was cool cooking it on the fire, to, or just kind of cooking. Like you could, you could slow cook it or boil it or make yeah. the stew. There's probably some other ways to go about, it, but it was fun, like just eating, eating it like yeah, a, a caveman. Camp. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. It's like, most primitive form. Yeah, or like the uh, American Indian that used to live out in this area too. Like yeah, they probably did a lot of those same kinds of things. Well, we got to try again tonight, and if we do, well, we're gonna make a stew out of it. Oh, I'd love to do it. Yeah, uh, get some boiling water going. And yeah, get cooked up in there. And Take a little rabbit potatoes stew. Potatoes. And... Uh, yeah, we got we got a bunch some of carrots. Potatoes. I'm in, man. I think that's gonna be great. It always makes me think of that Bugs Bunny cartoon. You know, they're always like cooking them and they're putting the carrots in there. And he's like eating the carrots. Yeah. <laughs> or the Porky Pig one. But I was always thinking, like, why would you put a live pig in the oven with a Yeah, that's going to create some complications. That's, uh, that's going to be a gross That is meal. not the way you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get very sick. Yeah, pre- yeah, previous to this, that's like my experience with, uh, with game preparation. With game. <laughs> oh, you just get it and slam it in the oven. That's like, yeah. You need a big boiling what cauldron. Did, what did Looney Tunes teach me about? 
wild game prep. <laughs> you know, I think when it comes down to it, Looney Tunes has taught us a lot about life. Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and it's funny because I couldn't get it out of my head. It was just like the Elmer Fudd thought going through my head. The oh, whole time out there rabbit. walking out there hunting rabbits. <laughs> yeah, I felt a little silly. <laughs> A little beanie on my gun down, <laughs> trying to be quiet. <laughs> That's silly. Well, you keep practicing, it'll start paying off for you like it does. Like, like it does Rob over here, the old hunting pro. No, but that's like, uh, that's one of the sweet moments of hunting is like the way that worked out. Because mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. there's so many times, I mean like, perfect example, the night before you guys got here, I was out for like two hours and I got skunked, big time. I didn't even, Man. I didn't get a shot off, I didn't even get a good look. I saw a ton of them. I mean, I saw 10 times the rabbit we saw yesterday. Right, but I was surprised by that. That's, I got one. Yeah, that was an interesting part of uh, hunting yesterday was that you got that one rabbit just immediately, but then there were not any other, I swear there weren't any yeah, other rabbits Yeah, you didn't see you any, didn't, did you? No, I didn't see anything I didn't see anything at all. So. I didn't see a thing moving. You not got a bird the only one that was there. I did. I got the last round. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. <laughs> oh, time to go home, boys. <laughs> newspaper article. <laughs> yeah. So we finished up the the rabbit last night. We packed mm -hmm. away dinner. We tried to suffer through the cold. It cleared off. It did big time. The wind stopped, which was awesome. It stopped during the hunt, which was really cool. That made a huge difference. Oh, it yeah. made such a big difference. And it made yeah the night so much more comfortable to get through. But it cleared mm -hmm. off, and it got really cold. We could see like it was cool. We started. We could see a bunch of the winter constellations. Yeah, that yeah. was neat. Like over the ridge over here, and then and then we stayed up pretty late, and you saw Jupiter pull up over the top mm -hmm. of Heart Mountain. And, uh, a few like the summer constellations. That was kind of cool. Yeah, like, it's a bunch cool of the, seeing the summer constellations. And it's so dark out here. Like this, the, yeah. the, you can see a lot of the, the deeper, like finer bits. Oh, of I the love stars that. Because cool. you have zero light pollution. Yeah. You know, well, I guess plush is out there, but it doesn't. Oh, plush. it's like three oh, flashlights no. about eight miles out. Plush <laughs> ruined it. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, great, great view out here for sky watching stuff. It's cool how much. How many more layers of stars you can see out in a really dark sky? So many more. You, yeah, we, Robert and I were talking about that because we were looking at the North Star and we were looking at the Big Dipper and we we're kind of moving around a little bit and you're like, wow, there's like so many more stars right there than you can normally see. Like yeah. a number of the stars in, in the Little Dipper, they're almost like too faint to see in most in most situations for most people's eyes. I think it's like a, like a fifth or sixth magnitude star, and we could see it no problem last night. You're mm -hmm. just like, oh, whoa, it's like absolutely right there. You just see those like little tiny structures so much, such a brighter way. That was really cool. You guys got some great photos. I uh, hope we got some good ones. Yeah, 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 we did get some cool ones. We did some long exposure photos while we were there. Yeah, yeah. we shook up a, a new set of hot hands each. Those were so great. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. super necessary. Because it was freezing. Like, we saw the frost on the hood of the car. Oh, yeah, I didn't. We were all standing around tent. the fire, and then we decided to go do those photos. And uh, when we went by the truck, you guys pointed out that it was just like a oh it is cold that's not just my imagination yeah it's like it feels <laughs> cold and man yeah it was super icy out but uh but it was cool yeah we hiked down to the to the end of the, the little rim where our campsite's at mm -hmm. we set up the tripod put the camera on it yeah and yeah i took a handful of photos of like uh of heart mountain as part of it and then the stars and stuff above it but that was pretty cool i thought oh that was pretty fun that was awesome so um Bill, I always push your, uh, your Billy Newman photo. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure you can check out some of those photos. Um, Marina, though, uh, if you guys don't know her from other podcasts that she co-hosts with Billy Newman, the Night Sky Podcast, check it out. Pretty interesting stuff. Space. But Marina is quite the photographer as well. Thank you very much, yeah. Robert. What's, I appreciate it. What's a little like uh, a little background on you? How long have you been doing photography? I've been doing photography seriously since 2011, probably. Okay. And um, I've always been really interested in uh, visual arts, I mm -hmm. guess. So I was really into drawing and painting. Yeah, you're just artistic by nature. Like, so, yeah, photography was bound to be good. Yeah, I loved it. I had a lot of, uh, I was really into photography when I was a kid. I had a lot of disposable cameras. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, some nice uh, little uh, point-and-shoot cameras later on that were, yeah. you know, those little single-lens ones. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You put batteries in and oh, yeah. take your film and get developed later Something on. that <laughs> I like, still would feel like really extreme for me. <laughs> Sweet camera. But yeah, I was really into that. And then uh, Billy and I did that first big road trip that we went on in... Uh, the fall or end of summer and into fall of uh, 2011 yeah. and that was my first time getting to use uh, like real professional camera equipment uh -huh. something with attachable lenses and a body that was like made out of metal and had some yeah. weight to it and I know god that stuff you guys pack around is like it's so heavy yeah. <laughs> but like we Bring went that on that yeah it's all glass <laughs> yeah Glass and metal. <laughs> Just a bag full of glass and metal. Yeah, awesome. I want a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> Fragile, expensive. <laughs> no, like it's on the good. hunt last night, like I had my backpack, you know, which is pretty, I mean, it's, it's got some weight to it, but it's like it's pretty light in comparison to like what you're packing around following along, you know? Oh, yeah, maybe it You're not even hunting. You're just like, you're just taking photos. Hike your ass. Getting this hunting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. It was. And yeah, you got a bunch of cool photos. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It was so beautiful yesterday. Yeah, it the was colors really were gorgeous. amazing, and the clouds were just right too. Yeah, this is really one of the nice, nicer times I've been out here. It's cool having all the texture along the, the hillside and stuff. Yeah. One of my other favorite times of year out here is in, is in October or in the early fall, like because the season starts to shift a bit. Uh huh. And there's the aspen trees out here. Not a lot where we are at right now, but. There's like a handful of groves closer to Heart Mountain and up on Warner Rim. And it's super cool because you get in those and it's just like bright gold and orange. Uh-huh. All, All the, the aspens there. Yeah, it's super beautiful. Uh, but yeah, like that time of year, I guess like this is the earliest I've ever been over here. Other than that, it had been like May, like early May or something. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm probably about the same time, like late spring. Yeah. Um, that's about all the times I've made the trip out of here. Oh, man. Um, it's really... <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't really have anything. I was going to say, it's interesting getting to be out here during uh, different seasons where you get to experience the different weather of it. Because yeah. I've only been out here, uh, or out in this area, a few times that uh, I've come with Billy. And it was really during very dry times of year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting being out here now and having there be a bunch of clouds in the sky and rainstorms and... And there's water in the lakes? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more water. There's some green out here. I mean, that's obviously like an alfalfa <laughs> or something. But, um, no, Marina, you and I were talking about that last night. We're like, you know, if you come out in the summertime to the same place, 
no matter where you are, or like you come out at the same season every year, like that's all you ever know of that place, you know? Yeah. Um, and if like, if you really enjoy a place and want to like experience it, I think it's good to kind of suffer through those wet, windy days and really get to understand. I, I, I think it was it, so worth it. Honestly, it's like, I think even more beautiful. Yeah, I think so. stormy weather. Yeah, it's just know, that yeah. it's that take on it that nobody else gets to see. Oh yeah, I think uh, some of the extreme weather that you get out here is one of the best parts of it. Yeah, especially yeah for photos or for for dynamics or the, yeah. just the visual part of being out here. That experience of like I mean, because you know, uh, like Eastern Oregon, like it seems arid or it seems like maybe there isn't something here. Uh-huh. But man, it is like super interesting and has a really strong presence mm-hmm. about it. Like just the way the way it feels being out here. Man, that's it's like teeming of, with life too. Yeah. Like, I like. Yeah, I was watching the antelope. Yeah, I saw a ton of antelope coming. Hearing in. the coyote. Yeah. Hearing the or like getting a rabbit. Hearing the, Hearing the rabbits. <laughs> Get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing the rabbit. Yeah, classic. Um, but yeah, it's, this whole area is like is really full of a lot more life than you would first think, given that it's like 200 miles until you get to another small town. Yeah, I know. It's. It's crazy. Like, yeah, right. as far as you can see. When you go north there, Uh it's like, there's nothing. Like, there's nothing to to the west until the edge of Abert Rim from here. There's nothing to the east. Like, I mean, French Glen, if you can count that, but Mm -hmm. you can jump over to the Steens, there's nothing. The Alvor, there's nothing. nothing. Like, out to McDermott. There's something McDermott. Yeah, who's heard of McDermott? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, from here north, it's like all the way up to. Like Highway 20 when you get up to Wagon Tire and Riley and Burns. Yeah. Those we're, are like we're really blossoms. kind of away from everything. Oh yeah. Out here is yeah, is really remote. I remember I remember seeing like some fighter jet like tests out here. Uh-huh. Like you'd see him uh, like come up and yeah. you just Yeah, you'd see him like bull. Coming out of Klamath fast. Falls doing their like simulated dog fights and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's and awesome. You, but yeah, you'd see him like bolt I remember one time we saw him like bolting over it was probably in between like Heart Mountain and the Steens, but they came up that center bit. It was you know a few seconds to get to the top. Mm-hmm. Came up to the north end here and then like shot back down this way, south into Nevada. Okay. And then you know, went on from there. But yeah, it's like wow. <laughs> see those things moving around all the time. I remember, like, yeah, remember when we were out in the Steens for that trip, like, um, uh, and to the Steens and Alvor, and yeah. we saw one of those days, maybe even two of them, there was, like, one of the fighter jets that came over. Right. And you just hear that afterburner, like, roaring. Isn't you couldn't that crazy? see it anywhere. Yeah. And then you finally do spot it, and it's, like, just, like, a speck, like, smaller than the, <laughs> smaller than the fingernail of your pinky. Or yeah. In the sky, you know, at arm's length when you look out to it, but it's just, like, some little black speck that looks like... It's Man, like what a rush that's got to be to just, like, yeah. to do that, you know? Yeah, just floor the afterburner on your F-16. <laughs> Bolt through half of Oregon in 10 seconds. Yeah. Your blast, man. Just like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I got to be in Europe in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah I'll, be over, I'll be over Spokane in two minutes from, from wherever in Area 51. That was, like, kind of the old conceit, too, like Area 51 out in Nevada, you know, remote Nevada. Uh, but what's north of remote Nevada? Remote, remote Oregon. Oregon, right? <laughs> yeah. So that was like part of it is yeah. that they like pick up here and like if you look at the map, it's one of the most remote sections of the United States where really almost all of this is like public land. Yeah, it's awesome when you look at the map like that. It's you get to see how much of this is just open. Like yeah. that's what's cool is you're not like we're just going wherever we want, camping wherever we want. I really we don't have to worry about yeah trespassing. 
Yeah. I love that part of it. Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit uh, last night or yesterday, just how how cool it is that there's so much out here and we just get to drive around and hike through any part of it that we want. Yeah. And I really, I really love that for outdoor stuff. I always have a hard time when you get into places where you really have to just stick to the designated areas. Uh, I, I hate that. It. Especially a couple times after doing this, you just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I want to go cowboy yeah. again. I want to just yeah. like drive know, my truck up where I want. I know how to walk in the yeah. wilderness. I can get around. I just yeah. feel like a dog on a leash. You yeah. Know, like, yeah like at a rest stop. Yeah. Like, all right, go use the grass, oh, but, yeah. but not too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, want to camp somewhere where there it's a higher density of people than like the house that I live oh, at in town. Gosh. Yeah. That's another thing that I love about out here is there is nobody else out here. Oh, you're yeah, not making camping us. neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, howdy. I love that. I, I love run that. the generator for a lot of the day. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing out here. Yeah, yeah, I love well, gosh, March too, right? Like this time of year. Oh, yeah. No competition besides out here. <laughs> not hunting week season. Of spring. Yeah. You can do anything out here right now. There's nobody around. Like, there's, yeah, zero competition. We should maybe even head to the hot springs tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, the high yeah. mountain ones? Yeah. Well, what is that? Probably an hour. It's a waste. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's like crazy because you're looking, like, right at the mountain. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, just right but, it's right there. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> to get to the it's top, like it's a, a three-hour round trip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were up past, uh, past 1.30 last night, so who knows? Maybe we'll have some time for something like that. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow's Sunday. It's kind of like uh, we gotta do whatever we gotta do tonight. Gotta do it. Yeah, it'd be really fun. I want to get a bunch of stuff done. I'm glad we're doing this podcast. I want to do some photo stuff. I want to do some shooting stuff. That'd yeah, be fun. I want to yeah. do that again. I want to do some taking it easy out here too. I want to like, oh, just cruise out somewhere, make a make a picnic lunch. <laughs> if we had anything to make lunch with. Yeah, <laughs> we get some bologna down here at the plush yeah. store. God, I love bologna. Probably like eight dollars <laughs> slice down here. You know what? I was impressed though when I stopped in Lakeview to fill up. I paid uh, 15 cents less a gallon than I did in town before I left. Oh, what? Wow. Which always trips me out. It's like you get out to these remote areas where like you've got to figure the shipping to get it in here was so much more costly than what it was to bring it to just a place that's five minutes off the interstate. You know? It's just like, it never seems to be that way. <laughs> Sorry, we dropped the phone. <laughs> It rattled loose. We're on a gravelly washboard road. For those of you don't know, that don't know what washboard is, it's uh, very much like driving over a washboard. It's the old cat tracks that get uh, stuck in the road when they were paving them. I thought it was a natural erosion pattern. I thought so too. And then I talked to a, a guy that was doing a bunch of machine work, and he was saying that washboard was from all their cats bringing in and leveling out when they graded. Okay. So, I can believe it, but man, I've seen it like get worse, you know? Or does it is it does it start with the cat track and then the erosion? I think like, that's what happens it. is like it's packing only certain areas and then as it rains and stuff it just like erodes out those areas that haven't been as heavily packed. Huh. You okay. Know? Man, I've been on some where like it's been graded and it's alright, but then like after a while like rains and stuff. Uh-huh. Man, it just gets super bad. I think she's still back. Yeah, she was sitting earlier. Really Little Layla. But you get on that washboard, like going like 20 miles an hour at that wrong frequency, and it's just like it rattles the whole car. Well, it'll like rattle you off the road. Have you ever felt that? Where oh you're yeah. Just, you're you floating. Have no, yeah. You're just yeah. like whoop, 
That's always such around. a trip. Uh, but, but honestly, the only way to really get through washboard, like, because I didn't really realize that was there until just now, because I've been doing like 60 on it every right. time I've driven out so far. Jesus, Lily. Freaking <laughs> me out. She's just like standing up with one leg on the rail and like. <laughs> oh, God. It always freaks me out when you pass people with the. The dog's like standing on the cab or something. It's like flat in the back or it's like some work truck and they're just like standing there. Yeah. You're like, is that, that's what you're banking on is just cruising through town, (laughs) taking corners and stuff with your dog just standing in the back? I don't know. Some people might have badass dogs, man. Layla's a, she's a city slicker, man. She, she looks like a sea slicker right now. She does. Dude. Get a little face in the wind. Well, you know, she's she's adjusting. Get a couple more ticks on her, a little more dust. And, uh, <laughs> she's going to look like she's born. She's out a here. wild dog. She's going to look like a coyote. I know. She's run off of the wild pack of dogs. <laughs> well, Robert, thanks for doing this podcast with me. This is yeah. episode seven. Marina, thanks for hanging thanks out. Thanks for joining. Being Do our, a little first, uh, guest. our first guest star. Thank you so much for having yeah. me out with you guys. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's all right. So yeah, we're gonna cruise into uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna cruise into big city plush. Yeah. Pick up a couple. Not on the town. I don't even know what we need, but, uh, but yeah. More water. 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 That's why we're going. We're out of water. We're gonna cruise water. into plush. We're gonna poke around some little areas around the lakes out here for a bit. Yeah. Try to figure out some more stuff. Do another podcast tonight. Yeah. It'll be cool. We'll keep you posted. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the Get Out There podcast. Tune in again next time. We'll have some more stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye. Get out there.